From Miami Law, I'm Annette Ugas, and this is The Explainer. You know, I think what, what's really what's really different about this time is that, you know, I think when people were got evicted before, especially people had some re- a little bit of resources, right? They could find somewhere. It may not be where they wanted to, but they could find somewhere. And right now, people just can't find anything. And that's the that's the difference right now that, that I, it just hasn't felt like this before. Welcome to Season 9 of the Miami Law Explainer, the legal affairs podcast where Miami law experts lend context and historical relevance to today's headlines. The United States is facing a massive housing shortage. Evictions are starting to rise to pre-pandemic levels. When a tenant is sued for eviction, landlords almost always have lawyers and tenants are rarely represented, reportedly under 3% in major jurisdictions, and therefore very rarely experience a positive outcome. Jeffrey Hearn, director of Miami Law's Tenants' Rights Clinic, dives into the movement to create a right to counsel in eviction cases. Let's go to executive producer Catherine Skip with the interview. Good morning, Jeffrey. Thanks for joining us. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. Um, so let's start on a local level. How bad is Miami's housing crisis and what's the status of evictions here in South Florida, Miami area? Well, Secretary Fudge, uh, HUD Secretary Fudge visited Miami a, a few couple months ago and referred to Miami as the epicenter of the housing crisis. Um, so, so things in Miami are not good, especially for anyone who is low income or, you know, living paycheck to paycheck, as, as many people are. Um, rents have increased dramatically here. Some reports say as much as 40% over the past year, uh, which is pricing a lot of people out of their homes. Um, you know, we are the most rent burden location in the country. Renters spend about 60% of their income on, on rent. And uh, and that's just really not sustainable. And for our clients here at Legal Services and the the, the clinic, uh, the Tenants Rights Clinic, where all of our in, our clients have extremely low incomes, you know, this is just extremely challenging. Um, so as far as evictions go, before the pandemic, we had about eighteen thousand evictions a year. And because during the pandemic, you know, we had a moratorium in place, various you know various place uh, restrictions on evictions. We also have rental assistance that, that's been coming down from the, the COVID-related legislation. And most of that's gone. There's still some of it's trickling out through Miami-Dade County. Um, but that has that has depressed the number of evictions that have actually been filed. Um, but we're getting back up to sort of pre-pandemic levels. Okay. And can you talk a little about what uh, impact that has on a, a family being evicted, especially in this market? Yeah. So, I mean, evictions, I mean... Where somebody lives is their home, right? So when somebody's being told to get out and move, they're they're losing their home, especially when it's not by their own choice. Um, that means that the family has to change their community, whatever ties they have in the neighborhood. Uh, they may have to, their children may have to move schools. Um, they oftentimes, if they're if they are evicted by the sheriff, they may lose property. Uh, they then end up with an eviction record, uh, which makes it more difficult to find housing. A lot of landlords won't rent to someone who's ever had an eviction filed against them. Um, evictions are expensive, right? Moving is expensive. You've got to come up with security deposits, which as rents grow, the deposits grow as well. It can be, you know, five, ten thousand dollars to move into a place. 
Um, people have to take off time to find a place to live. So they lose income when they aren't working. Um, so it really, and, and of course, in the worst situation, someone ends up homeless. They can't find alternative housing. And right now, we have a really tight rental market. Um, one one, uh, one place uh, said that there was 31 applications for every available housing unit that's out there in Miami-Dade County. So it's really competitive. I have clients who have been beat out because somebody pays a year of rent in cash. And how do you compete with that, right? Um, so many people just don't have those, those resources. And Matthew Desmond wrote a book called Evicted uh, um, probably seven, eight years ago on that won the Pulitzer Prize. If you haven't read it, I'd suggest, suggest you read it. But you know, the, his theory was that really evictions are the cause of poverty um, and they trap people in poverty. Um, and from the 20 years I've been doing it, I can attest that it really, that's, a, that's his thesis is held up by the, the data of people's stories. So is there a ripple effect uh, that you see when evictions go up uh, and we're in the middle of a housing crisis where you see, you know, really hitting social services and uh, those budgets hard? Yeah, I mean, I would say that the the Homeless Trust uh, has said that they are, you know, all of the shelters are filled right now. You can't get into any of them. You know, I think what what's really what's really different about this time is that you know, I think when people were got evicted before, especially if people had some re, a little bit of resources, right? They could find somewhere. It may not be where they wanted to, but they could find somewhere. And right now, people just can't find anything, and that's the that's the difference right now. That that I it just hasn't felt like this before. Mm -hmm. um, so our mayor Daniela Livinkova, uh has trying to is trying to work on something to address. Yeah, so our, our county has actually done quite a few things over the past year to try to protect tenants. Uh, Florida law is not very good uh, to protect tenants. So we have created a Tenants Bill of Rights, which creates a lot of rights, the required fair notice. So if a landlord is going to ask you to leave, they have to give you at least 60 days notice. Um, under Florida law, you only have to get 15 days notice. Nobody can move in 15 days. That's just not realistic. Um, but what's really exciting right now is that in the mayor's current budget that she has proposed, she includes, in, includes funding um, to do a pilot project for year one of a right to counsel um, in eviction cases so that individuals um, who are facing eviction, there will be more lawyers to help them to represent them. Um, you know, we just don't have enough lawyers in our office to represent everyone who has an eviction. Uh, and um, there is, you know, a movement across the country really to, to ensure that people have a right to counsel when they're facing eviction. Um, yeah, so I wanted, I know we're the epicenter ground zero for this, um, but so how does this bear out nationally? Are we seeing this in, in most big cities, um, in little cities, how, how widespread is the problem? Yeah, well, the rents are going up all over the place. I mean, I think it's the most dramatic, uh, in a lot of the large cities and, you know, with Miami sort of taking the lead. Um, but the idea that tenants... So nobody should lose their home without making sure that they have legal counsel to make sure that the process is fair, to make sure that nobody is wrongfully um, removed from their homes. You know, a lot of landlords file evictions that just aren't, there's no basis for them. They shouldn't be filing them. They file them in retaliation for calling code enforcement or for demanding repairs. So across the country, there have been, um, before 2017, there were no locations that had any right to counsel in eviction cases. 
Starting in 2017, New York City passed it, and now there are 15 municipalities that have a right to counsel and three states. Um, so it ha really has, there has been a huge, uh, you know, a huge increase in the number of places that are, are realizing that we need to make sure that things are done, done correctly um, when somebody loses their home. And we're hoping that Miami-Dade County might be joining the, those, that list of cities uh, very soon. I know we mentioned in the intro that something like only 3% of uh, tenants are, are represented by council versus, I don't know, the number of uh, of landlords that are represented. They say it's about 80%. They've looked nationwide um, to, to see that about 80% of landlords have, have attorneys. And, you know, the, the system, listen, you're, you're, you're looking for new housing, you're, you're scared, you get this notice saying to leave. And then you have to figure out the legal system. And evictions here move fast. If you don't file the right paperwork, you can lose automatically. Um, and, and, and most tenants really just don't know what their options are and what their rights are. So ensuring that they can speak with someone who can tell them, look, you, you don't have to leave right away, right? A lot of people get the first notice. There's a whole process for an eviction and they get the first notice and they think I gotta get out right now. And they move quickly. Um, and, and they don't necessarily have to do that. Um, and, um, you know, we're very successful in our office when we're representing someone where maybe we don't keep them in long term because in Florida there aren't, you don't necessarily have those rights, but we can ensure that somebody can leave on their own terms. So it doesn't involve the sheriff showing up at their door with their property being thrown out on the street. Um, can get them more time, get them connected with rental assistance and maybe keep them there. And if and if the landlord shouldn't have filed the eviction, defend the eviction and get it dismissed. So so there are lots of options for tenants. Okay, I know you touched on it a little earlier on um, about the amount of your household income going to rent. Um, I think I saw something in Forbes that that says like affordable housing not require more than twenty five to thirty percent of a worker's income, but we're really looking at housing stock being at the at the root of the problem. Yes and no. I mean, I, I even if we had affordable housing, uh, if all the all the housing was affordable, you would still have evictions being filed, right? For for various reasons. Because in Florida, once your lease is expired, a landlord can just say, you know what, I don't want to rent to you anymore. Get out. You know, there are some places in the country that have what are called just cause eviction protections. And a lot of the affordable housing programs like public housing or the low-income housing tax credit programs, they have those protections for tenants. But the private market, you don't have it. Um, and as long as, as long as that protection doesn't exist, there will be you know, people being displaced for no reason at all. You, know, you would think that if somebody pays their rent on time, complies with their lease, then they should have a right to stay where they live. Um, but unfortunately, that's not the case uh, here in Florida. Okay. Um... How how much access to representation? How much will that fix the problem? A hundred percent, forty percent? No, it it will not. It will not fix the problem completely. Um, but I do think it will. What studies have shown that it uh, it decreases the number of evictions that are filed because when landlords know that um, the tenants are going to be represented, they're a little more judicious than when they they use the eviction process. Um, it also has shown to keep um, individuals and families out of the homeless system, which saves the county money as well. So for every dollar that has been spent in, uh, in other locations, they've done studies and found that for every dollar that's spent on eviction diversion and, and uh, right to counsel, 
but they saved three to six dollars in keeping families out of, of the homeless system. Um, so we're we're hopeful that we will see those same results here in, in Miami. Mm, that's a significant impact. Um, so this sounds like uh, where we put in an ad for lawyer, young lawyers to study uh, and to uh, go into that career path. You know, because this is going on all across the country, there are going to there are hundreds of jobs that are being created over the next few years in the tenants rights world. Um, and we have some of them here in Legal Service of Greater Miami. If someone who's listening is interested in doing this work, they can go to our website. We've got a, a job application there. Um, but but I really do think, you know, I've been doing this 20 years. I love this work. I, I started as a, a law student out in San Francisco, uh, just stumbled upon, you know, representing tenants. And um, it really is meaningful work because people are sort of, they're scared, they're desperate, and you can help make sure that um, the worst thing that they can imagine doesn't happen to them and their family. And, um, and like I said, there are, going, there are job announcements every day in new cities where they've gotten new funding to, to do this. And hopefully it will be the equivalent one day of sort of the public defender system, but for evictions, for people losing their homes. Great, great. Uh, anything to add in closing? No, I would just say that um, it's real. It, you know, it's both a scary and exciting time to be representing tenants because there's you know horrible things that are happening to people, but there's a lot of good policy, good policies that are sort of being put into place that uh, will make a difference in people's lives. Great, um, keep doing good. Well, thanks so much, Jeffrey, for joining us. It's always a pleasure. Thanks, Catherine. Take care. Thanks for joining us for this season of The Explainer. If you enjoy our show, leave us a five-star review with your podcast provider and ask your friends to subscribe. You can always drop us a comment at explainer at miami.edu. Our show is engineered and edited by Christopher Alzadi with theme music composed by Rady Kim from the Frost School of Music. I'm your host, Annette Uguez. Today's episode is brought to you by Miami Law's 10 Clinics, where students gain hands-on experiential training, ranging from startup assistance to innocence. For more information, visit the Miami Law homepage at miami.law.edu.